Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to Freedom Through Faith. Prepare to be blessed as pastor and teacher Robert Thibodeau leads us into the anointed study of the Word of God, teaching and empowering you how to impact your world with the gospel of Jesus Christ, teaching you how to receive the blessings and provisions of God and how to walk through this life with Freedom Through Faith. And now, here's Pastor Robert Thibodeau. We now rejoin today's message already in progress. Nobody knows when Jesus is going to return. But he does give us clear things to watch for. Now, all these things have happened since these times Jesus lived in. Amen. But they're happening now with more and more frequency. As we're recording this, Just yesterday, there was a 5.6 magnitude earthquake in Oklahoma. Oklahoma, I've been doing some studies in preparation for this. Oklahoma, Kansas, Colorado, Missouri, the Texas Panhandle, those areas now are receiving almost as many earthquakes as California. And almost as strong as those received in California. Now, a lot of it, they say, is due to fracking. That's pluses and minuses. You know, some people say it's because of fracking. Some say fracking has nothing to do with it. But what does matter is they are happening. Just as Jesus said, these things in different places, diverse places, these things are happening. Hurricanes are now, well, put it like this, at at the time of this recording, uh, last week or within the past two weeks, Hawaii had back-to-back hurricanes, one day apart. It looked like there were two hurricanes on a beeline for the islands of Hawaii. At the same time, another hurricane formed out in the Gulf of Mexico and was the first hurricane to hit Florida in something like 11 years. And it's going up the east coast of the United States as we speak and spinning off tornadoes, spinning off massive rain and flooding. In the, down in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, they said it's a historic flood. Hadn't been seen in 2,000 years. Well, one... How do they know what happened 2,000 years ago as far as the flooding? But two, they're still underwater. Katrina, just a few years back, almost virtually wiped New Orleans off the map. 
All of these things are signs, you know, super cold, massive snowfalls in the winter, droughts out in California right now, flooding in the Middle West and, and down in the South. Folks, all these things point to the last days. You know, we can't even begin to talk about the various diseases that are popping up, of which there's no cures right now. Right now, this year, in 2016, at the time of this recording, is the Zika virus transmitted by mosquitoes. Amen? A few years ago, it was Ebola and other things that are going on. All these strange diseases... There are now super bacteria that are resistant to penicillin. I mean, penicillin, it, it thrives on penicillin almost. Amen? There are diseases going on that if they are unleashed on the population, humanity is in trouble. And they're trying to keep it contained. You know, that's not even talking about all the things, you know, the, the uh, meteorites falling from the sky. Uh, we've seen one in Russia a couple years ago that just wiped out uh, a large, not wiped out, but caused massive destruction in a couple of Siberian towns. Imagine if that would have hit over Los Angeles or New York City. Then we have things lining up According to the Bible, uh, as far as the uh, Ezekiel, the war outlined in Ezekiel 38 and 39, the Gog-Magog war, those partners are now lining up with, I mean, just this week, Iran, Russia, Turkey, Egypt, Libya, Libya is still in turmoil, but the factions running, they're all now making alliance with Russia for the oil and all that. Well, once that alliance has been enacted and initiated and approved and set in place, these are the nations that Ezekiel 38 and 39 says must be in place for the Gog-Magog war. We are seeing prophecy fulfilled before our eyes and yet many people refuse to believe it the leaders of the united states refuse to believe it they continue to advocate doing things against the nation of israel state lawmakers are enacting legislation at the state level to stop trading with Israel and not to uh, uh, do business with any businesses that do business with Israel. I mean, these are perilous times. Israel truly is fulfilling biblical scripture that they are going to be alone in the world. Saudi Arabia, arch enemies of Iran, is making a peace pact with Israel. And Wali Shubat described it best. The Muslim 
attitude or the Muslim uh, way of thinking, if two Muslim nations discuss peace between each other after they've been battling it out, it's not actually to discuss peace per se. The weaker nation will make peace with the stronger nation as a way of pushing back or putting off the ultimate battle while they have a chance to build up their forces. In the Muslim world, the stronger nation will make peace with the weaker nation as a way of establishing their superiority and aligning their assets for the ultimate battle just to wipe them out. So it's not really peace like we want to get along. It's peace like, okay, we'll stop fighting for now, but the day will come where we'll continue this. That's the Muslim attitude. Iran, which in the Bible is referred to as Persia, is now a dominant player in the Middle East because of the vacuum caused in Iraq when the United States withdrew instead of following the advice of the generals and standing firm. And ISIS has now taken over that nation, or attempted to, and now it's being pushed back by Iran. They're being pushed back up into Turkey. Russia has come to help uh, Assad, the president over Turkey, stay in power. So now they're fighting ISIS. So you got Iran and Russia and Turkey fighting ISIS. They're now allies on the same side. Saudi Arabia has always been seen as being too close to the Western nations. Not only that, you got the Shia and the Shiites who battle each other. Iran wants to take over Saudi Arabia and just wipe them out and establish control over that area. So using that theology that we just talked about, that mentality of the weaker and the stronger enemy, Saudi Arabia is no match for Iran. Iran has been given $1.4-$1.5 billion to build up their military by the United States government. They have been, been given the green light to develop the nuclear technology, technically not for another 10 years, but Iran has never told the truth since the Shah of Iran was kicked out. And now Iran is becoming the dominant Muslim player in the Middle East. Saudi Arabia, as the weaker of the two, has a choice. They could go ahead and make peace with Iran, which would be limited on their ability to do any type of military preemptive strikes. So instead, they go with the lesser of what they see of two evils, is they make a pact with Israel, knowing Iran despises Israel. But they, they see Israel as their protection now against Iran in Saudi Arabia. So all these elements, all these pieces are coming together. 
And all of these pieces are exactly what is described in Ezekiel 38 and 39 as being part of the Gog-Magog war. Amen. Now Jesus, as we just read in Matthew 24, gives great detail as to what we can expect if we're alive in the last days. Well, we are. Because we see things now coming to pass exactly as Jesus said they would. Now, a lot of the persecution that the Jews went through and the dispersion and all that, Jesus also alluded to. The last days actually began after the resurrection and ascension of Jesus. The last days have been going on for the last 2,000 plus years. But what is a certain fact is that we are at least 2,000 years closer today than the apostles and disciples were back then. I liken it to if you go to visit your friend's house and let's say they have a screen door that's open. You are out in the street. You're looking through that screen door or glass door and you are only able to see, you know, the light is on, we'll say it's night. You are only able to see a small fraction of inside that house. You don't know if they're sitting there watching television, if they're playing with their kids on the floor, whatever they're doing. They could be cleaning and dusting in the living room. You can't tell what's happening because you only have a small glimpse of what's happening through that glass door. But as you get walking up the sidewalk, your field of view through that glass door is starting to expand. And as you get up onto the porch steps, you might be able to see over on the couch and you see someone sitting there watching television. You don't know what they're watching, but you see them there. You see the kids playing on the floor with their toys. And then when you get right up to the door to knock, you get to see the entire room, what's going on. And if the television is in the right spot, you can even see what they're watching and possibly even listening to what they're watching. Folks, that's how it is. The last days, we could liken it to Jesus starting to make his approach from the street. And in the view of the apostles, we're only able to catch a glimpse, a small portion of what's going on through the eyes of the apostles. But as time goes on, every step gets a little bit closer we can now see things happening in that room and relate them to what Jesus said would be happening just before he enters the door. And folks, enough points are lining up with what the Bible says has to happen. There are enough points lining up. We could actually say Jesus is at the door. And Jesus said when he's at the door, he will knock. And whoever opens to him, he will come in and sup with him and us with him. 
that He and the Father would make their abode in us. Folks, Jesus is at the door knocking right now. There's no doubt about it. We are that close. The rapture of getting his elect out of here, out of this trouble that is about to take over the earth, that day and that time is so close, it could happen before the end of today's broadcast. I firmly believe that. Now, don't go writing me because you're a mid-trib believer or a post-trib believer. You know, that's fine. I'm not going to quibble over pre-trib, mid-trib, post-trib. If you want to be here through the tribulation, more power to you. All right? I want to get my ticket punched on the first boatload. Glory to God. Now, if I'm completely off and we got to stay through the entire tribulation, well, praise God for the strength to do it. Amen? Because he even says right here, those days shall not be shortened. Because in verse, what is it? Verse 22. Well, we'll read verse 21 from Matthew. Matthew 24, verse 29. Then shall be great tribulation, such as was not since the beginning of the world to this time, no, nor ever shall be. And unless those days should be shortened, there should no flesh be saved. But for the elect's sake, those days shall be shortened. That is not talking about the believers. The elect is always referring to Israel. So you could say in that verse, but for Israel's sake, those days shall be shortened. All the armies of the world will amass at what's been called the Battle of Armageddon, the last great battle. All the armies of the world, Scripture says, shall be amassed against Israel who is standing alone. They are about to be overrun when God unleashes holy hell on earth, wiping out all of the armies. Jesus coming down. When his feet hit the ground, the mountain splits in two. And scripture says, with the sword of his mouth, he just speaks a word and all the armies are destroyed. Every enemy of Israel is destroyed. The casualties be so vast, so swift, so massive, so complete, blood runs Bridal high, two, three feet high for 200 miles, Scripture says. That's a lot of casualties. But folks, if you feel like you need to go through that, more power to you. I'm believing to get out of here before all this happens. Amen. Now, we're not going to go into pre-trib, post-trib, mid-trib, all that. I just wanted to throw that out there, that we are 2,000 years closer today than what the Bible writers were back then. 
And while we cannot, with pinpoint accuracy, tell when Jesus will return to this world, we are told what the last days are going to be like. And the verses we just read give us the clearest portrait of it all, as it accurately portrays the spiritual and social climate of the last days. Over in uh, 2 Timothy chapter 3, it tells us what we should look for in the last days, and these are the days it is describing. Amen. Are we living in the last days? Well, let's go over the evidence given in these verses in 2 Timothy, and we'll address that very question. There are three identifying marks mentioned in these verses that will let us know whether or not we are in the last days. So are we living in the last days? Let's find out. Let's go together and look at a biblical description of the last days. First, there's the climate of the last days. Paul describes the last days as perilous times. That word perilous means difficult, troublesome, trying, uneasy, hard, violent, threatening, basically dangerous. And while these characteristics have marked all time periods of history to some extent, they are to be intensified beyond incomprehensible belief in the last days. Now, I think it's safe to say we can describe our own days as perilous. What we are seeing all around us is a society, basically, here in the United States, a society on the brink of collapse. Unemployment, you know, don't believe the government statistics. They, if you have been unable to find work for a year or whatever, they take you off the rolls like, well, you're just not looking. So you don't count. Those that have retired, taken early retirement because they couldn't find a job, well, they don't count either. Only those people who are receiving unemployment assistance are counted. So when they say, you know, we're at a 3 or 4 5% unemployment rate, in actuality, this is what experts say, uh, in actuality, it's more like 13 or 14 percent, the highest unemployment since the 70s. All right? So you have more people out of work, more people on federal assistance than in all previous administrations. The debt has been run up so high that there is absolutely no way to pay it off. None. It will never be paid off. And the interest rate that we are paying, basically to China, is so high, it's almost two-thirds of the national GDP. There is no way to pay this debt off. And when there is no way to pay any debt off, what's the next step? Bankruptcy. Basically, defaulting on your loans. Basically, your economy collapses. That's been warned now by many experts in the field that the economy of the United States is about to collapse on itself. When that happens, there are certain things that you can look for. One of them is 
other nations sensing the collapse will start looking for other stable economies to invest in. China is now touting itself as a, an economic alternative to the United States. Many nations have already struck deals to buy and trade oil in the Chinese yuan rather than the American dollar as, been, as it's been going on for the past 50, 60 years. Many nations are telling the United States, we're sending back all of your currency. We want gold in return. In other words, they don't trust the dollar anymore. And when all of these notes, if you read a dollar bill, it says right now, this note is legal tender. Backed by the full faith and confidence of the government of the United States of America. When we need, you know, you hear Congress saying, well, we need to increase the borrowing limit of the United States, like increasing our credit card debt. When that happens, it's just money printed out of thin air. Congress says, okay, print up another billion dollars so we can keep funding our social welfare programs. Down at the government printing office, they start printing up a, a billion dollars of paper money. And then they give it to China or whoever wants to buy it, often at a discount. They will also give it in the form of loans to American businesses and then sell those loans to the Chinese. Now, as these nations begin to get weary of the United States constantly running up higher and higher and higher debt, and they start to worry about whether they're ever going to see any of their principal, they take these notes that the American businesses and the American government has given to their nation, and they start sending it back, saying, we want gold instead. And as all of this money starts coming back into the United States and, and, and into circulation, that increases the basically the amount of currency in this nation, in the business climate, in circulation. And let's, let's relate it like this. If I have an apple for sale, one apple, and you're hungry... I say, well, it's $1. You give me your dollar, I give you the apple. An exchange has taken place. If two people or three people are hungry and I have one apple, and you say, I'll give you a dollar, and the other guy says, I'll give you two, and the third one says, I'll give you three. What is the value of that apple? It's now $3. That's inflation. 
You have just heard a message of encouragement from anointed pastor and teacher Robert Thibodeau with Freedom Through Faith Ministries in Baltimore, Maryland. For more information on the Freedom Through Faith Ministries or to invite Pastor Thibodeau to your church, please visit our website, www.ftfm.org. That's FTFM for Freedom Through Faith Ministries. Again, that's ftfm.org. Until next time, when we gather together around the Word of God, be blessed. And remember, we serve an awesome God. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.